Oh, you stupid idiot! Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass! Welcome to a very special edition of the Gaming Respawn podcast. It's our first wrestle cast, wrestling cast, something like that. Um, I am your host, Dom Ravishing Richards. <laughs> I'm joined today by Alec Hall of Pain Hawley. Hello. That's good, isn't it? Mike Miz Fitzgerald. Oh, I don't like that at all. Oh, oh okay. Sorry about that. Um, it can't be worse than what mine is, I'm sure. I'm waiting for it to happen, but... You've got a choice of two. <laughs> It's, it's potluck here. Either you can have your u- usual nickname, or I've got a new one for you, wrestling related. Let's go new. The new one, Ian Gilberg McGee. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Okay. Right. We've got a bit to get through. Uh, we're going to try and keep this sh- short and sweet, even though this was supposed to be last week, but issues happened. Now we're doing it this week. So we're going to just breeze over SummerSlam because most it was mostly shit. But there were some good parts for it. But mostly, let's talk about the good parts first. And the, the good parts was the night before at TakeOver. Generally, NXT always outshine the main roster. Has done for a good two, three years now. And uh, let's kick things off with... Um, I've lost my match notes. Mike, I know you're more organised. What was the first match? So, show opened up with uh, Johnny Gargano uh, against uh, Cien Almas. Yes. Yeah, it's good to with, see... Uh, Selena in his corner. It's good to see him sort of getting a bit of a push now. Yeah. He's really over. It's awful, though. He, he was. He was very popular, wasn't he? The, uh, yeah. The crowd were, were good all night, but they were really, uh, really into it. And uh, it's nice that Gargano has avoided the old uh, Tito Santana Martigianetti trap of keeping his old gear and music. At least he's got new gear and he's got new music as well. Yeah. He's not living in the past. Well, I How guess... long did Tito Santana have, that stri- have those strike force <laughs> tights for? Uh, just going back to Gargano, I guess he... Um, I mean, he works a lot for Revolve and I'm kind of in kind of other... I'm guessing New York kind of indies. I know Revolver and a lot of New York. So I'm I'm guessing that it was it was a fan base that kind of knew him pre-NXT or at least a significant portion of them did. I think he was... Was he Ring of Honor? He was, all, sure. he was all sorts of places. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. Chikara as well. Did Chikara yeah. and I think he may have done CCW. I'm not entirely sure about that, but certainly in that in that area of the country, he was very active. Yeah, yeah, he wrestled a lot of indies. I don't know what it is about Johnny Gargano, but I just really just can't get into him. We, I don't know what it is. we said this today, didn't we? We were, we were watching Takeover. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right, he's yeah. a good wrestler and everything else, but there's just something missing from him that makes me want to like him. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but um, yeah. I like him. Yeah, I like him too. I think I think he's um, he's really good in the ring, and I think he's just a very good underdog. And uh, yeah, it's he's... a shame that they split him and um, uh, Champer up because I think they were a really good team but you know at least when Champa comes back they'll have a cracking feud so that, that's one plus like. yeah, yeah. yeah I think he's a very good sort of sympathetic baby face oh he's an excellent sympathetic baby face yeah absolutely you really um, you really sort of feel for him when he's getting beaten up and stuff he's, he's, he's fantastic at that mm. unfortunately he's the kind of guy I can see like <clears throat> if he ever goes up to the main roster nothing will happen with him he'd just be that oh. guy he's just around yeah He's he's not someone I can see Vince pushing at, at all. To He'll even. be Sami Zayn version two, won't he? Yeah, oh, I, which which I, in himself is just Dolph Ziggler version two. Which even then exactly. I don't think he even get that high. I just see him as like 
don't know, Tyler Breeze kind of thing. I mean, Tyler Breeze has made something with his tag team now, but I just don't, I just can't see him on that main roster having any success, really. But wouldn't, wouldn't he just go to the cruiserweight division? Because, I mean, he's not big, is he? Mm, he would, possibly. That's becoming a bit of a kiss of death, isn't it? The cruiserweight oh, no, division. I'm not, I'm not saying it would be a good thing, but I'm saying it, it's what would happen. That, that's probably the best fit you'd have on the main roster, I think. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Shall we just... um, move on to the second match, then? Yeah, but just... just... I want to just throw something at you guys quickly. Uh, this match obviously was very good, mm. but the the problem with NXT is obviously there's there's the world title, which obviously the main event is all fight for. Yeah. There's the tag title, all the tag teams and the women's, but there's no mid card belt. Mm. Would you would you guys like to see a mid card belt in NXT to give these sort of matches a, a bit of, a bit of purpose rather than just I don't like you, let's have a match. Uh, I don't think it needs one, just because it's the roster. The roster's not that big, and you've only got you've and weekly. You've only got sort of what an hour of TV. Yeah, I so, think that uh, was a, that was TNA's problem. I think when they started adding too many belts, I think because they had didn't they, they had the X Division World Title and Tag Team, and that was great. Then they added the Women's Title, then they added the Global Title, and they had the TV Title, and I think it's just it got to the point where it does. You don't want a thing where there's like too many belt, belts. Because I was looking at the results for like um, the Triple A show recently, and they've seemingly have a, have like eleven belts, and you just can't keep track of everyone. <laughs> so I think I think the NXT roster isn't big enough that it justifies a secondary singles title because you can and just you can, put guys in a tag team, and you can do stuff about you know making being crowned number one contender a really big thing. Like you don't necessarily have to make it a belt, but you can make it. A significant thing, so that it's it's very clear, you know, that it's something they really need to to strive for to get in that position. Like even just getting there can be an achievement. I would say, like, I don't necessarily think like it's the size of the roster. I think the trouble with NXT is there's, I mean, like in on the main roster, you have very much the lower card, mid card guys, and the high, you know, top guys. When NXT, that that line is a lot more blurred. Like there's a lot more like top guys, but. You only have two people, two top guys feuding at one time, and then everyone else is just kind of on the undershow. But you could still class them as top guys. So I think I reckon it would help having another belt because there's all these kind of guys who are higher, but you, they just kind of appear now as like mid card guys because they've got nothing else to fight for. Yeah, that's that was my thing. There's, there's, there's literally nothing to fight for apart from I don't like you, rather for whatever reason X Y Z. Um, and I personally would like to see a TV title back. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, let's move on to. Can uh, I just match- make one more oh. point about this? Because obviously, just, just one, so one thing I wanted to say, which was I really enjoyed the match, but what I really didn't like was the finish because I'm just sick of distraction finishes. And you didn't need a distraction finish. Almas could have just beaten him clean because it's Johnny, Johnny Gargano. He can survive losing clean to anyone because yeah. the whole point is he's an underdog. Like the example I would use to compare it to is if you, any of you guys watched any of the G1 Climax tournament. They had a match yep. between um, Okada and Evil. And Evil is a mid-card guy. He's not a main event level guy. But they had a long, good competitive match in the tournament. And Evil won. And it immediately elevated Evil and did absolutely no damage to o- Okada at all because it was such a good match. And because the mid-carders in New Japan are treated with some semblance of credibility. And I just think, you know, if... If that was in WWE, there would have been someone else's music would have gone off, and Evil would have rolled him up, and they would have lost again to him next week in four minutes, and it would have undone all the good work. I just didn't think they needed to do the distraction finish because 
again, you can just Sienna Almas can win clean, which it raises his stock, and it's not going to hurt Gargano at all because the match was great and the fans were really into it. So it just it just seemed completely out of place for me. I think they wanted Selena, you said, to play an important role to kind of justify her being there for anyone who's kind of not, you know, let's say, you know, not all of us watch the TV show every week. So if you only watch takeovers, you know, there needs to be some reason that she's there beyond just kind of shouting at him. She needs to actually play a pivotal role to establish her as something significant. That's the way I viewed it anyway. Mm, yeah, but speaking of Mr. Okada, he is the first Japanese wrestler, I believe, to be number one on the uh, PWI Top 500. Well, That's what I it. Absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, so let's move on to match number two, which was the tag team titles. Was, yeah, it was Sanity, uh, which was uh, Alexander Wolf and Eric Young in the end. Killian Dane decided to give it to Young. Against the, uh, and I still hate this name, the Authors of Pain. I think I quite like it. <laughs> uh, I don't. I just think that's very sort of generic. I find like, Sanity um, very generic. I mean, they're good wrestlers, but like the music and the whole gimmick. I'm still not entirely sure what the gimmick is supposed to be. Sorry, did you just bitch about the Sanity's entrance music? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. That, that is the second best entrance music in NXT, I have, you know. Well, behind Rude. <laughs> no. Well, well, Rude's obviously main roster now, so... Well, yeah, but he wasn't... We're talking about TakeOver. <laughs> oh, I suppose. Uh, Al- Alistair Black is the best music on the roster. Alistair Black does some oh, yeah. music. Yeah. I-, I love Rude's. As-, as my girlfriend will attest, as soon as Rude's hits, I'll be singing it, like, sort of off and on for the next two hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It-, it is glorious. It is but, um... definitely glorious. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd still like the author's a pain name. I know you haven't played... Uh, EWR Alec, but there, there was a, a thing on the game where you could just just press some randomly generic names if you can think up, you can think of anything, and that is just basically straight from that. Yeah, my favourite pay for you name of that is always Wasteland. Yeah, Wasteland. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But a, a good tag team match. Um, I, I like, I the, I like the yeah, I like the Officer Payne as a tag team, but I can't stand their name. No, I I, I, I did enjoy improving, the match. aren't they? Oh, big time! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, they've gone from kind of being a bit sort of clunky to actually a pretty well-oiled unit that can actually work pretty well, pretty quickly, I would say. You, you oh, could, well, <clears throat> I think you can definitely see them eventually on the main roster, and they're going to be like a, oh, yeah, yeah, a smaller three-minute warning. I reckon they're they're, they're going to be the team who's who's, been, who's destroyed um, the fashion police's office. I reckon. I reckon that's going to be the payoff. It'll be off as a pay. Well, I don't know. I think I think putting them into that is just going to completely diminish them as a serious tag team. Oh, yeah, that's really unless they just literally kill them and then move yeah, on. Yeah, unless they do that, at least they beat the fuck out of them and then just walk away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I'll say about this match was it. I felt they went down a bit too easy in the end. It was just mm-hmm. one double team and they were beating them. I mean, if you consider what the Revival and DIY together couldn't beat them. And yeah, yeah. One, of them, one of them got German suplexed off the top of a, off a ladder through another ladder in the DIY match and they both got up and shrugged that off and still won clean and in this they just did a short finishing sequence and then they just got pinned with a double team it's, 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 yeah. it seems even the dog even the dog agrees with me uh, <laughs> the, it, it dog, just, the dog agrees the dog agrees but it just seemed like it, it, yeah it, it, it just it just seemed like after all that that's how you're going to beat them it just I don't know I just felt they deserved more I felt they should have had taken at least you know, five finishes before they finally stayed down, and 
everything else. I suppose it's only second match on the card, so you can't. But I don't know. It just, it just. I've watched it and it's thought, huh? That's all it took, was it? All right. Mm. Yeah. No, it's definitely a bit, bit weak on their part. Um. Yeah, I, I still, I still need to watch that match, which is yeah, not, not good for me. But I think the thing. I mean, I thought it was re- I thought it was really clever. Some of the ideas they came up with, and what I was thinking, because I'm guessing it was Eric Young who is behind this, because he's kind of the experienced uh, veteran guy in that match. And I really hope that they kind of bring him into like once he's done wrestling, that they bring him into sort of backstage role, because he seems to have a really good mind for the business and a really kind of creative uh, guy for sort of uh, off kilter ideas to kind of bring into different matches. So. Um, that, I think that was a really good showcase of his creativity. He's come a long way since Team Canada, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it helps but, not being in TNA, doesn't it? Hmm. It helps not being in TNA. Oh, do you know what? I, I, I've been watching uh, well, GFW as it is now the last mm-hmm. last couple of weeks, and it's not too bad anymore. What it's, a recommendation! Uh, well, yeah, exactly. It's worth a fiver <laughs> if it's. Uh, it's all, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it's all worth... No, fuck that. Five or a year. If, if, Five if they're, or a year. If they're lucky. Mm. That's probably more money to get now. I'm not sure that's going to keep them in business. <laughs> no. But it's just a very weird company, isn't it? I mean, especially now the GFW has incorporated the Impact name. I would have thought Impact Wrestling would have been the more... You would think. ...prestigious thing. But no, GFW, but whatever. I suppose the brand was tarnished, so, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Should have gone back to TNA. Just got straight back to TNA. Well, yeah, the TNA was a bit unfortunate as a name, wasn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, but it was. But it's the name everyone knows. I mean, I don't it know is. many it people is. that refer to Impact Wrestling as that. Everyone still called it TNA. Even now, Alec, you just called it TNA. True, I did. So, ev- so everyone still refers to it as. Let's go back okay, to that. Okay, so we're not we're not going to go in depth. But okay, what would you say is the best thing about I guess GFW if we have to call it that now? Uh, the best thing, uh, well, Jim Cornette's back, so that's quite that's interesting. Good. He's the now the as well. Or? No, I think he's just an on-screen character. He's the new sort of commissioner. He fired Bruce Pritchard at their mm. uh, X X Division event mm, week before last. So him him back on TV is quite good because as much as he's a bit of a knobhead, he he is very good on ca- on camera, especially in that sort of old school commissioner role. And uh, at the moment, they've given the belt to someone who fully deserves it. A guy called Eli Drake, who just uh, is just a good, solid worker, and he's he's teamed up with uh, oh, I can't remember his new name. It's Chris Masters, whatever his mm. name is now. I think it's a Odonis. <laughs> and Adonis uh, or Odonis? Eh? Adonis or Odonis? Adonis with an A. Right. And hasn't, hasn't low- Chris Masters got really good? Hasn't he got really good now as well, Chris Masters? Because I remember hearing that like he was getting quite good, and then they refired him. He's not, not really been, he's not really been showcased that much. He's um, there, there. This corner for the gold match on Impact is gone, but you didn't really see much of him. And yeah, so I've heard he has improved, but I've, I've yet to see that on GFW. Has David Richards left now? Because I've seen he's doing indies again. Yeah, David Richards left. He left a couple of months ago. Okay. I think he saw the ship sink and it went. Fuck that! I'm off. I've like seen he's, he's back on Evolve, like he's facing Zack Sabre on one show and Keith Lee on the other end. But yeah. That'd be quite decent matches. He's I think he's just... Worker. I think he's gearing up for an NXT run, because I think pretty much now yeah. um, Trips has got your Bobby Roods and your Eric Youngs. I think anyone work, still working for GFW is a bit tainted and NXT won't touch anymore. Mm. 
But we, but we he, digress. I mean, he deserves it. He's a really, really good worker. Oh, yeah, Dave Richards is brilliant. Uh, yeah, he's really I good. Know, yeah. Eddie, Eddie Edwards is still there. Yeah, I mean, once... once uh, you know, me and Mike had a training session with Dave Richards once upon a time. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Go guest seminar thing. And do you remember, remember Loki? Yep. Yeah. He, he left, now... No. no, no, he's still there. He dresses as Agent 47. He uh, does. Yeah, but, but with a, a gun holster as well. For some bizarre reason, <laughs> why not? And I don't think it's been explained. And it, uh, no, no barcodes. <laughs> no, no, just just a bold head, the shirt, the red tie, and oh, and there was a, a massive, massive, massive debut for uh, for GFW this this week. Um, his name is Johnny Impact, mm-hmm. and many people could probably work out that's just John Morrison. Right. Yeah. So he's now with the most names in wrestling by now. Abs- absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I've lost track. It's all of them beginning it's with probably actually still there. <laughs> Bobby Lashley's still there. He's mm. just basically just a pissed down version of Brock Lesnar. He's yeah. dreadful. He, is <clears> he always has been. He's got this stable called American Top Team, and they're uh, sort of like they're um, an MMA camp. Yeah, they're, they're but they're awful. Yeah, it's awful. And Bobby Lashley should just fuck off because he's dreadful. <laughs> but we digress, and let's move straight a, back there was to. There a point where I mean, WWE kind of did, but I think they kind of dropped the ball on him because I think he could have been something special. So he's he's just a poor man's Brock Lesnar, and that's yeah. But at least he's full time. <laughs> he's not full time at GFW. Yeah, but I'm sure he would be if he was in. Well, he was anyway. It doesn't matter. Well, well, he, he, well he, chose, he chose to leave to re. By the way, he yeah. they didn't get it. They didn't get rid of him. Yeah, oh, he he quit. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't, didn't last they, him on the road and stuff. Didn't they kind of muck up pushing him? No, no. They, he 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 was uh, uh, WrestleMania as Donald Trump's. Represents it. Yeah, I remember which, that. I remember that. Which means a lot more now. Then he got injured, um, mm. and when he and when he was injured, uh, he decided he didn't want to come back. Yeah, and he just didn't come back. No. You do, well. you do sometimes wonder how good WWE would be if they didn't have this crazy schedule that breaks all their guys down. Yeah, it was a lot better now than it used to be. By the sounds yeah, of it. True. true. But, but so anyway, anyway, we we, we digress. Let, yeah, let's I've go digressed. straight back to takeover. Uh, to the Watami versus Alistair Black and oh, yes. awesome theme music. Yeah, oh, the theme music is incredible. And the entrance as he rose up through the band. Oh. Do we know who so came up with that yet? Did he come up with it? What, what the, the entrance? entrance? Yeah. Oh, I bet Triple sure. H did. Yeah, he probably had a bit of input in it, but yeah, I imagine it was probably Triple H's sort of main can, idea. You can sort of imagine it as a Triple H entrance. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. He did sort of similar things, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Chip Reddit is a very clever man. So. Yeah, no, he definitely is. I mean, he came across as an absolute superstar here. Alistair yeah. Black. He looked, he looked oh, like absolutely. Him. He's but basically NXT's like, Undertaker the, at this point. The great thing is he came across as a superstar, but it's not like they buried Hideo either. They had just no, a really good competitive match. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was one of my favourite... It may have been, actually, my favourite match of the night, actually, when I think about it. I think it was probably my favourite match of the weekend. <laughs> It and helps that having Ronaldo, Nigel, and JR all on commentary. Oh at the yeah, same I mean, time. what a what a dream trio that is. Oh, big yeah, time. yeah, and yeah, just yeah. and just Percy Watson was just utterly redundant, wasn't he? At that yeah, point. <laughs> I don't think you said. I think you spoke at all for that entire match. Yeah, well, well NXT is the better, less the less Percy Watson speaks. Let's be honest. He's oh, just he's dreadful, awful, isn't he? He is just awful. I mean, because Byron Saxon himself, he's dreadful. But he I, makes yeah, I mean, I I put Percy slightly ahead of Byron. No, oh god, no, no, no. I don't think Byron. so anyway. They're both awful, but Byron's slightly less awful. Yeah, at least Byron can sort of talk and contribute a little bit to the commentary. Percy Watson just says random stuff 
<laughs> dreadful. I mean, yeah, I find Byron annoying, whereas Percy, I, uh, he sometimes just about fades into the background, so it's not too bad. Yeah, Byron's very in your face, awful. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, well, they're both. And Booker T's not much better. And he never oh, has God. Been. Some of Cracky Ducky Quack Quack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Shucky Ducky Quack. And oh my goodness. Oh Shut my up. goodness. What was it? It was, it was talking about some boy, and the guy was like 28 and a 10 year veteran. I can't remember who it was, but Probably. it was ridiculous. Well, he calls AJ Styles kid. Yeah, exactly. So. That was like, oh, it's fucking out. It's like. He... like yeah. You Fuck worked him in TNA. You yeah. worked him in TNA. <laughs> he worked him with WSW. Well, he must have done. Oh, well, he yeah. must have been there yeah. anyway. AJ was in WSW the last. He was he was he there was. for the last four four or five months. So call him, him in Air kid. Paris. God knows what happened to Air Paris. Eh? He must be kicking himself. Well, yeah. <laughs> if they kept that team together, he could have ridden those coattails, couldn't he? That's a bloody who did you team with Air Paris. He was Bro, he was Air. I thought that was the name of the team. No, no, Air Raid was the name of the team. All right. He was Air Styles and he was Air Paris and they just came out dressed like Top Gun guys, if I recall. Did Air Paris just sink without trace then? Uh, pretty much, yeah. And I think he was taller and better looking as well. So it's amazing, really, that AJ, AJ was the one who had the career, but there you go. Yeah, AJ yeah. was the one who was really good, wasn't he? Yeah, um, exactly. He's apparently still wrestling. He's still going. Ever. Yeah, I think he's... Um, hang on. But let's 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 jump straight back Reuni- to takeover. Re- 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 reunite Air Raid, WWE. That's what we want. No, we'll start a hashtag. We'll start a hashtag campaign. But let's go straight back to. I think he's now Kid Ego. Kid Ego. Oh, right. Let's that's... go back to takeover and let's go back to the Alistair Black and Aotami match. Uh, Alec, you said it was your favourite match of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Any reason to why, or you just just like really enjoyed it? Well, I mean, it's a great match, isn't it? You've got two kind of elite level strikers, you know, mm. progressing strikers. So you can, you know, it, they have they kind of have kind of natural chemistry and very similar training, and you kind of have this great narrative where they're trying to sort of one up each other on the same thing. And there was just remember, I just remember this yeah, having kind of really nice flow and them working really well together and telling a nice kind of story about. I think focusing on particular body parts for Amber Wright and yeah, they just, I mean, in a kind of relatively simple way. Like I don't remember anything too crazy, but they just did they did everything right. They popped the crowd huge, and I think the finish was really good as well. Yeah, and you were still with me for that match, weren't you? You, oh, you, slugged, you, you <clears throat> hadn't slugged off by that point, have you? No, not at that point. Yeah, I, was last, I think that was the last match I watched with you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your take? Yeah, it was really good. Um, I haven't really watched wrestling that much lately. Um, I've, I think I the last time I watched it was probably when Alistair Black debuted. Um, okay, right, yeah, yeah. But no, like, really good match. And obviously, I haven't seen a day over for a while because I think when I last watched it, he was still injured for like, the second time. So He was injured for a really long time. Yeah. Didn't he get injured for like a year? Then he came back for like was it like a Two, couple of weeks? Couple of weeks, so yeah. Then he, got then he injured, injured again, himself he? again, did he? Yeah. yeah. It's I mean, a shame because like he was when he obviously debuted, there was a big like hype behind him, and it, it does already feel like that's just sell by now. No one mm-hmm. cares now. No one gives a shit about him. No. So unfortunately, I, remember, I mean, I remember when Kenta was one of my favorite wrestlers in the world. Full stop. In the whole kind of mm-hmm. thing, I want to know a day is from what like five, six years ago, maybe. Yeah, and now he's just... no, a bit longer actually. I think no, no, I guarantee. I, I think he'll get either. I think he'll ask for his release or or he'll leave. Maybe before Mania, maybe after Mania. Mm. And I think there's there's no plans for him anymore. Obviously, he was going to be built up to be this complete badass. And I guess I can't... they've got Alistair Black for that, and he's taller. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I can't imagine Vince wanting two Japanese wrestlers being that dominant and that physical. No, nope. I think it will just stick with Shinsuke, which is obviously the, out of the two, he's the better of the better of the yeah, two anyway. Yeah. 
but one... he seems like a better fit for WWE as well. Yeah, one thing for uh, Atami, one of his better qualities is he can take a black mass super, uh, black mass kick. Oh. <laughs> oh. God, can't he take that well? Kick the fuck out of him. Yeah, yeah. It always looks devastating. I don't know if he's just really good or if he's just kicking people in the head quite hard. I think it's a bit of both. <laughs> I think it's a bit of both. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a fucking awesome finisher. Yeah, it's really, really good. And Hideo Itami, a bit like when Shane McMahon was the best sort of seller of the old stunner. Hideo Itami at the moment seems to be the best seller of that of that kick. I've seen some amazing sales on just like random job guys. He just murders and they like, I've seen some great ones. Well, they got no choice. They I mean they probably be, they're probably told, "Right, stand there, get kicked in the face, <laughs> and, you get, and, you, and you get your money. Make it look good." I remember one where the guy got kicked. And he sort of like flipped and then sort of looked like he went unconscious in midair. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> All I want to see is, is is now my dream. I want to see the Rock take that because <laughs> he'll fucking fly out of the arena. <laughs> for some reason I just imagine the rock taking it and just standing there <laughs> all that yeah yeah well, yeah, yeah. Dwayne probably would have wanted to sell anything so it, it, it probably end up with Alistair Black selling his foot <laughs> yeah probably yeah yeah but uh, okay. he, is, he is he is sort of Samoan isn't he so he could have a hard head uh, yes I don't know how Samoan he is but he is is he half Samoan yes uh, he is uh, yeah yeah that's why, yeah, because... Um, yeah, because yeah, his dad's Rocky... high chief, Peter Mavia. No, his granddad. Rocky Johnson's granddad, yeah. His high chief, Peter Mavia. Yeah. So maybe yes. quarter Simone, who knows. Mm. Mm. Yes. But let's move on to, uh, I think, my favourite match of the card. Um, again, possibly the weekend, was uh, Asuka versus Ember Moon mm. for the NXT Women's Championship. I did really enjoy this match, actually, but I think it's strange because you said it was your favourite match of the weekend. And I was seeing it getting like ratings like four star plus and everything like that, and I thought it was definitely a, a really enjoyable match, but it just it didn't reach that sort of level for me. I don't know why. Um, I, it, it was, I don't know. It's just it was it was a, told a really good story. I thought that Asuka's brilliant, and I thought Ember held her own and actually took the fight to her as well, which I thought was good. And I and I liked the finish, but it just didn't feel like match of the weekend to me. I'm not sure why it didn't feel like four star plus. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Yeah. I think it's because I'm a massive Asker Mark, so I'm I'm always going to enjoy anything she's involved with because she just kicks the fuck out of people. And yeah. that's what I, and that's what I like about my wrestlers these days is kicking the fuck out of people. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of in in the camp with Mike. I I my initial feeling was that I felt like the Mania match was better. I don't know why. I just I just got far more into that one. I I don't know. It felt. I think it felt like it told a more interesting story to me from what I remember. I don't, you know, obviously I don't, I haven't like watched them back to back or anything, but that was just my initial feeling after, after watching that one. Mm. I think the, the good thing about this one was in that first one, I don't think there was ever a point where I thought that Ember was going to win. Whereas in this mm. one, when she hit that finishing move, I really thought she was going to win. And the crowd clearly, clearly thought she was going to win as well. And it made for like a, a really incredible atmosphere. And I think that definitely. I enjoyed the second one more than the first one, definitely. And it was a yeah. very enjoyable match. It's just, it wasn't match of the weekend for me, personally. I think I it love... just ended up being a lot of big move kick out, which kind of, I don't know, I got a bit bored of. Well, that seems to be the thing with every match these days. The matter if it's a main event of WrestleMania or it's mm-hmm. open a match of SmackDown, is the, 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 the guys and girls just kick out of everyone's finisher. Yeah. And they do all, all these 
insane looking moves and it, everyone just kicks out all the time it's, it's ridiculous i think the with with the uh, ember moons i think it's the eclipse isn't it a finisher that's yeah. what it's called yeah yeah I, I don't think anyone had kicked out no no so it's the first time yeah 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 so that actually made a bit of you know asker kicking out of that it was a, a big deal as opposed to billy k kicking out of it on nxt four weeks ago or whatever mm. um, and she hits that so well that's such a difficult move it looks like to to pull it's off crazy and she, every time I've seen her do it, it's not once that she botched it. It's one of those strange moves where you think that must be more, much more painful for the person giving it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because you're yeah. doing a flip and either landing on your ass or landing on your back from yeah. like, the top rope after doing a flip. All the other person's doing is like kneeling down a bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I can't t- wait to see what it looks like on 2K18. Either it's going to look really good or it's going to look really shit and they've rushed it like they always do. Yeah, yeah. It'll be, it'll, be, it'll be a corner finisher, won't it? It'll be a yeah. corner finisher. You'll press yeah. Y or triangle, and then 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 she'll just go into the motion, won't you? I bet. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think going back to the early match, I think that's part of the reason I liked Itami and Black so much. So much. I'm, I don't remember it being a lot of big move kick out, but a kind of process where kind of with strikes they were sort of gradually wearing each other down, and it felt it felt like more like a real fight rather than you know this sort of heavily choreographed sequence well it was more of a it was more of a Japanese style match yeah. as opposed to yeah. a WWE storytelling match it, it was just lots of strikes simple moves kicks that sort of stuff it did I mean it told a story about kind of focusing on body parts it told, it told a kind of realistic fight story rather than a sort of we'll just hit every move we can do kind of. well it's the first time Alistair Black I think had that much trouble mm. generally he's been quite dominant up until then I think Adami gave him his, his, the best fight to date yeah probably yeah but uh yeah all right let's move swiftly on to the main event which i did not like at all mainly because it involved drew mcintyre but drew mcintyre drew mcintyre versus uh the glorious one mm-hmm. bobby Roode for the nxt title i just don't like drew mcintyre don't, don't know what it is <clears throat> same here i just find him he's just flat yeah he's just a generic sort of mid mid big guy isn't he really yeah I think he's miscast, to be honest. I think he should be a heel. I oh, definitely, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. yeah, he's better as a heel. But the pro- I forgot how big he was. He looked huge. He's always oh, huge, isn't he? He's massive. Compared, compared to the NXT roster, like he's enormous. Yeah, like is he six five or something? Is that right? He's, he's six six. I think he's six. I think he's the same height as Hogan. Wow. And you think all the NXT guys? I mean, obviously size doesn't matter anymore. But mm-hmm. you think. Adam Cole, baby, is going to be feuding with him, it looks like. Now that Bobby Roode has gone straight to the roster, he's not going to bother with a rematch. It looks like Adam Cole is going to be the one to challenge Drew. Adam Cole's my height. He's 5'11". Mm. So it, just, it just looks just so disproportioned. He is. One thing about Adam Cole, though, he's, a good, he's a good at being a smaller heel that you hate. Yeah, yeah. So, that, he so he'll, he'll be all right there in that, in that sort of situation. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I thought this match. I mean, I, I mean, I gave it. What did I give it? I gave it. I gave it three stars in the quarter. So I, so I enjoyed it. I thought it was a well worked match, and I liked the. Um, I really liked the uh, pre-match video package actually, where they were interspersing mm. um, Drew's old music and stuff, and I liked the redemption arc where he he comes back and he finally, you know, and after failing the last time in his previous WWE run, he finally you know wins well, was, the title. There was everything. that great, yeah. There was that great line about you know I know a little, I know a bit of something about being entitled, wasn't it? There was this whole thing about yeah, I've been where where you are. I know 
you know, why you're acting like this, because I've done the same thing. That, that, that was a really kind of clever aspect of the narrative. Mm. Yeah. It was, it, was, it was a good match itself, but I just thought Jim McIntyre. And yeah, I think the, the sooner he fucks off to the main roster and then gets forgotten about and goes away again, the better. I wow. Really, I, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I actually, I know Dom's going to hate me for this, but I actually, I actually got more into this than the Asuka match. I don't know if it's just because I really, really like Bobby Roode. Um, but I thought McIntyre played his part really well in terms of, I mean, they, I thought they worked well together. There was a really nice kind of intensity to it and the way they reacted to things. I thought it, it built really nicely. I don't know. I just, I thought it was a really well worked match and I really got into it, especially by the end. And I'd kind of go kind of close to the, the four star mark personally. I definitely predict that you'll see three man band back again. <laughs> yeah, definitely. hundred percent. Because like two of them are world champions now. <laughs> two of them are, yeah, two of them are champions. He, he Slater has kind of had his little bit of fame, which that's kind of gone quiet now. Uh, Jinder Mahal, like you know, I know he's still a champion at the moment, but I feel like that's just going to run its course very soon. And then, where does he go from there? Drew will come up, and then you wait; it's going to happen. Yeah, free MB reunion. Yeah, well, let's just give Heath the universal title, <laughs> even, even, if it's, even if it's just for a week, and then they could be the most successful stable of all time. That's a smart numbers is raw storyline, though, isn't it? Free yeah. MB get together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> The worst yeah. thing is that when they, were gr- when they were a group, no one really cared about them. But if they come back, they'll make such a big deal about it. Yeah. How they've all gone their separate ways, it'll be this big thing of how they've all come back together. And then once again, no one will really give a shit again. Yeah. Yep. 